In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. It's Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order podcast. That's right. They're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two? Who cares? Who gives a shit? You need to listen to it right now or else Warhorse is going to, I don't know, roll your ass. Welcome to another episode of Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet with that specific Warhorse intro. That one. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? I can't help but smile every time I hear that promo and get scared at the same time. Yeah, a little bit of pee comes out. I get it. What's going on, man? Oh, I'm just living the dream, man. It's uh, it's Christmas candy time, so I got a Butterfinger bell here. Um, uh, of course, you saw the picture of my Christmas tree, so mm-hmm. I need more I'm visitors. Celebrating the Christmas spirit with a can of Shasta Cola. Shasta. I guess you're drinking sugar. I know that was a gift given to you by somebody. No, no, it was, well, yeah, sort of. It was a, uh, I was walking at the new Aldi that opened nearby, and I saw they had Shasta Cola. I was like, I haven't had Shasta in forever. I wish they had just like a single can. My wife was like, you can buy a full 12-pack, you know? And I said, but but, but the no sugar thing. And she's like, well, that's me. You don't have to do it. I'm like, but I was doing it. Okay. Ow, 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 twisted my arm. Oh, ho, 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 Merry Christmas to you. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it's, I don't know, it's been a crazy week. Crazy week here in Nebraska. Um, yeah. if, if you're, if you're not, if you're listening from not in Nebraska, um, we, snow. we had tornadoes <laughs> and snow, and we, we went from 30 degree weather to 72 degree weather and tornadoes back down to 30 degree weather and snow again in some in places. Less than 12 hours. Yeah. In a day, just like it's nuts. Uh, here in Omaha, we didn't get the full tornadoes, but we got we got wind like 70 mile an hour straight winds, two miles from my house. Yeah, I it, before it hit Omaha, of course, everything seems to always hit your area about an hour or two before it hits our area. So, yeah, it was like 12 minutes, dude. That thing was moving fast, it was. <laughs> it it sure was, but but I'm glad nothing happened to your house or to you or nope. your fams or your friends. Uh, nope. here, the the one good thing about tornadoes in Nebraska is a lot of open spaces, <laughs> a lot of open spaces that tornadoes can hit and not actually hit any people. Um, it, it'll cause havoc to crops and and fields and stuff like that. Uh, not a whole lot of crops in the field right now in nebraska though so that also probably yeah kind of a nice december thing but um but yeah so it was just a crazy up and down week also crazy up and down week in the world of professional wrestling which is what we're here to talk about 
Um, what? Yeah. Before we get into talking about the professional wrestling, though, um, I would like to take a moment to remind everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So you can head on over to tatnusco.com. The link is in the doobly-doos. Just do that after the episode's over so that you can check out all the other shows on the Tatnus Co. Network and uh, tell them that that Raw and Order sent you and then come back here for our next show. We do them every Sunday night and Tuesday night at 1030 Central. Um, unless something comes up and we can't for whatever reason, but we try to do them every week, twice a week. So uh, the fantasy booking one, goodness. all the meaty podcasty goodness. But uh, we're probably just a, a programming note. We're probably going to um, do some programming changes in a bit. Uh, some of it will be shortening this. Um, I think we've kind of heard the fans that that we're pushing that two hour on a regular basis and and that they'd prefer us to be maybe a little bit shorter. So it's probably not going to start this week. We're working on maybe some format changes and stuff to to facilitate us doing it in about an hour every week. Um, we'll figure out how that goes. But I just wanted to let people know that that's on the horizon there. But um, anyways, on that news note, we'll go ahead and get into the wrestling crimes. Um, I always open it up to DA Fabe, and if he's here, JLB, but he's probably sleeping because... Like, well, I went to take it's a nap late. before the show, and then I just slept until whenever. Till tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, man. Whatever. Anyways. Fire so did up, you man. have something you want to talk about first, or you want me to go first? You, you can fire it up. Okay. I am going to fire it up, because I'm a little fired up about something, right? So, um, last week on our podcast, I can't remember if it was uh, FBI or, or this, I talked about it a bit, um, and uh, the speculation surrounding uh, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti. Um, and I and I basically kind of tried to say in that uh, whose business is it, of, uh, is it of us, right? It's none of our business. It's not. It's not wrestling related. I think it was. I think it was FBI because we were specifically talking about uh, the dating game show. And I mentioned it, anyways. Um, but I mentioned how I yep. how the uh, the the internet has gone kind of wild because um, Ty Conti's been in the Sammy Guevara podcast, the the vlog um, for the past I don't know couple months, and uh, they think that that meant he was cheating on his fiance. And uh, just in the last day or so. Uh, the internet community feels vindicated. Um, and I'm I'm just kind of pissed at them. So I'm charging the internet wrestling community with this. Uh, Sammy Guevara announced on Saturday afternoon that him and his fiance are no longer together. God. And and the internet uh, community pounced on it immediately, targeting Ty Conti uh, for being a homewrecker, for breaking him up, uh, for... For him cheating on on uh, his fiance with her, yada yada yada. Is that what happened though? We you don't know. know. We don't know. We literally don't know, right? We can speculate all we want, all of this stuff. But in the end, that's what kind of why I'm angry at them is they they went after her so much that she shut her Twitter down. She deleted her Twitter mm. because of how much they came after her. Now, two things I want to put on this. Number one, and the primary one is. It's none of our fucking business, right? Nope. Um, 
What may have it's happened? Our, it's our business if we're friends with with uh, Sammy's mm-hmm. Sammy's fiance, yeah. ex fiance, or or yeah. Sammy himself, or whatever. Like, but that's not. the person who should be like, "Hey, what's going on there?" Yeah, but in the end, it's none of our business. It's none of right. our business. We're fans. We're, we're if if this was a wrestling angle, we should be all about it. But it's not. It's none of our business, right? Yeah. Uh, B. Um, and this is something as someone who was cheated on and who personally knew people who who slept with my at the time girlfriend, right? There, there's an important thing that I think we as a society need to understand. <clears throat> and it's this. It's nobody else's job to keep you faithful in your relationship than your own, right? Correct. Correct. So whether... Sammy cheated on his his fiance with Ty Conti or not, whether he cheated on her with someone else entirely or not, um, whether the whether there was, was cheating or not, whether there was cheating or not, it's it's no one else's business but but hers and Sammy's, right? And and my biggest thing is people going after Ty Conti like she's a homewrecker. It's not Ty Conti's job to keep Sammy Guevara faithful to his fiance, right? Um, just like it wasn't random guy I knew's job to keep my girlfriend faithful to me. The blame falls purely on the cheater, not on the cheat e or the cheat with, right? Uh, that's what it comes down to. And so this this uh going after Ty Conti as if she did something here is part of my ire. I've I've hated it. For most of my life. Well, the only the only piece to that is, and and again, this still lands in the cheater category. But if if there was some type of active pursuit of him, which again yep. that yep. lands in the category of if, which means none of our business. We don't know. But, but again, I'm I'm gonna say this right now. I firmly firmly believe. I don't care if she pursued him. I don't care. Right. Uh-huh. No, and, and here's baggery to that. Like, no, you can you can say that. If you know, that guy was your friend. Here's, he's here's a douche. The here's the deal, though. Is in the end. Oh, so in the end, uh, I'm going to point out Ty Conti is not the fiance's friend. Ty Conti is Sammy Guevara's friend, no. right? Yeah. What I'm saying so, is, so is no, if, but if your friend cheated on you, your your girlfriend cheated on you with a friend of yours, that is but, douchey. But dude. again, that might be douchey, but it's still not his job. It's not his thing to to keep my girlfriend faithful, and it's not Ty Conti's job to keep Sammy faithful. Sammy has control over whether he's faithful or not, right? So if he did cheat on his fiance, doesn't matter whether it was with Ty Conti or someone else, the blame falls solely on his shoulders. Yes. Here's why: what I I point this out, right? I cannot tell you how many times as a as a youth. Right when in my in my pre-married days, I would have a crush on someone who had a boyfriend, right? And I would say to a friend, doesn't matter which friend, there uh, dozens of different friends have said this. I would say, I really like her, but I can't go after her. She's got a boyfriend. And the response unanimously every time was so. Yeah, my her. answer would have been good, good for you, man. Get get her away. Get her away. And and here's the deal. That's the way society <laughs> is set up, right? Uh, uh, until there's a ring, a wedding ring on that finger, 
the the society's whole thing is steal that girl, right? She ain't married. Go after her. And that's a that's definitely a guy side of thing, right? If a guy sees a girl who's in a relationship, but he wants her, he's told by society, go after her. If she really loves that guy, she'll resist your charms, whatever. You resist your your uh, um, attempts, attempts um, at her. Uh, um, and and everything. But if she if she is into you, <coughs> she'll drop the boyfriend for you. I'm telling you, look at Hollywood. How many how many movies out there? feature the storyline of guy falls in love with girl girl has a boyfriend guy doesn't actively try to break them up but continues to pursue the girl while she's in a relationship girl breaks up with boyfriend ends up with main character that's that's a primary plot to almost every movie hell isn't it like the main plot to 16 candles you're aging yourself bud I am, but it's a it's a considered a romantic classic, right? <coughs> it's it's been the primary plot to movies my entire life is pursue the person you love even if they're in a relationship, right? So so here's the deal. Again, I'm gonna say this to be clear: we don't know anything other than Sammy Guevara is no longer with his fiance. That's all we know, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, even if, even if Ty Conti and him, uh, got together, that is between them and the ex-fiance and none of our goddamn business. And that's where, what it comes down to is I, I, I get so pissed with the internet wrestling. Cause this isn't the first time it's happened. Fuck. They went after Corey Graves, um, when he first started dating dating Carmella because he had been in a relationship up until immediately prior to that. And so, oh, did he cheat on his, his girlfriend or whatever with with uh that we, they went after Bray Wyatt and and uh and fucking Jojo uh because he was he was married and all this stuff. It's none of our damn business, right? We're we're watching this for wrestling entertainment. If they turn it into a storyline, then heck yeah, we go all after it, right? If it becomes a, a Matt Hardy and Lita storyline, right? Fuck yeah, let's drag it all over the place because now it's now it's in our domain. But this is a personal thing that's going on between two or maybe three people. And it just pisses me off that Ty Conti, who may be innocent in this, we don't know, right? has been dragged so hard online by people that she felt so unsafe that she had to delete her Twitter. It, it pisses me off. It makes me angry. It makes me embarrassed to be a wrestling fan when they react like this. I don't blame you. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. So that that's where you know the biggest I, piece to it is it's none of our business. And, and none of our business. Most importantly, we don't have any information. Like, don't even pretend you have information. Yep. And even have. again, even if we did, even even if the information out there was, Sammy Guevara cheated on his fiance with Ty Conti, and now they've broken up. Right. Again, none of our business. And as long as 
the uh the there wasn't abuse involved in it right this is adults doing adult things and sometimes relationships fall apart and sometimes they fall apart spectacularly but in the mm -hmm. end the only people whose business it is are the people directly involved and if if sammy sammy's uh, statement on it says that they remain friends and they wish the best for each other they just they just aren't aren't with each other anymore um and so we should take it at face value and roll on but instead because the internet is shitty we have to dog a girl until she deletes her twitter account because she's embarrassed or maybe feels unsafe or i don't know doesn't matter why it makes me angry and and some of this is as the father of a daughter, right? She's three and a half, almost four, right? I think to myself, in 15 years, she's graduated high school. She's off at college. Something similar happens to her. Maybe she's dating the star football player and gets cheated on with the cheerleader. Or maybe she's the cheerleader. Ooh, whatever. In the end... There's three people, two or three people involved in it that it's their business and the rest of us get to step back. I I would I would literally be so angry uh that you know, I would I would try to find anyone who came after my daughter. If I was Ty Conti's parents right now, I would be mortified and I'd I'd be like so angry that I would want to go after any person who Dragged my daughter online for something that's none of the damn business. So. That's the biggest piece is mm -hmm. it's none of their damn business. Exactly. And again, I this is not an endorsement of right or wrong other than that we will make a judgment on the internet community because we're part of that. Mm-hmm. And, but here's the deal is in the end, right or wrong, uh, any of that stuff again is entirely their business. It's it's why I mentioned that I was cheated on, but I I don't say the girl ex-girlfriend's name because it's none of your business, right? Well, not only that, you you ended up in a place that you're more happy about. Well, yeah. in the end, yeah, here's if if you're a believer. You believe that everything happens for a reason. This happened for a reason. They're all going to be in better places in the long run. Right. If you're yeah. not a believer, then you just say, listen, that's life. Sometimes you get cheated on. Sometimes you don't. Whatever. But in the end, the only people whose business it is are those people directly involved. So, side note, what is Sammy Guevara's ex's name again? Because you know, I, I saw her on TV. She, you know, yeah, um, you got to hit her up. You know, yeah, I'm. I got to be honest. I feel bad that I. I, I want to say it was like Nancy, but um, I was. I was just messing with you, dude. Like, I'm not, I'm that's the deal. It's, it's one of those things where, where she, uh. She's kind of falling by the wayside. Like everyone's all angry in her stead, but uh, basically, she was she was not in the public eye. Uh, 
You know what I mean? I do. I understand. Pam. His ex-girlfriend's name was Pam. Ex-fiance's name is Pam. P-A-N-D. Pam. No, Pam with an M. Pam. Oh, Pam. Just two N's. No, with an M. An M. Pam. Two M's. Cooking spray. Pam. Yeah, two M's. Well, probably it was. It's Pamela, so it could be two M's. Anyways, that's what that's the funny thing is. I'm going to tell you this right now. This thing jumped to the top of my list for wrestling crimes over a bloody referee. Is how pissed off I am about this. I'm really angry about this other thing. We'll talk about the other thing later. It might be a second crime for me, but my first crime is this because it jumped to the top of the line. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I tend to like to keep mine wrestling related. So, mine's tangentially wrestling related, if only because it's it's literally attacking one wrestler who may be innocent in this. We we don't know, and we don't, and we shouldn't know, and shouldn't care, right? Uh, but we're going after her. We the internet community is going after her. Uh, judging her guilty with no evidence other than, I don't know, she's been on Sammy's vlog a lot and they've got chemistry together. Yeah. Not to mention, radio chemistry is not always real chemistry. Oh, I, I, mean, I will tell you. Smarks and I just date each other in real life. And we're oh, great yeah, I've tried together. to kill him multiple times in his sleep, but <laughs> then I just end up cuddling. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I will give an example, right? Um, there, there's a chemistry that comes when you're performing with someone that may be artificial. It's why so many Hollywood romances fall apart. People are put together in... Especially during romantic movies. Yeah, they're put together in a movie, movie where they're forced to be romantic. They start a relationship out outside of it because their romantic feelings were so big. And then once the movie's over... And the press tour is over and all that stuff. And it's back to regular life. They start to realize that they don't necessarily feel that same way anymore. Um, and I give an example from my high school days. Uh, I, my first girlfriend. We were uh, involved in a play together. As uh, uh, we weren't romantic in the play itself. But we were involved together in the stage crew. So we had to. Had to work together for hours every night on the stage crew, as well as be in the play together in separate roles. But we spend a lot of time together, forcing ourselves to be together all the time for this, all the time for that. Late nights, building sets, designing sets, all of this stuff, right? And we ended up falling together into a relationship. We dated through the course of that show. We went to prom together. Um, the show got over. Three weeks later, it, she just kind of stopped seeing me. And I I finally was like, what the fuck? And she was like, you know, I just, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it anymore. And I was kind of like, oh. Thank God. <laughs> like you said, <laughs> you know, sort of a thing. Because in the end, it, it was one of those things where the the situation made us feel feelings that we didn't necessarily actually feel. And uh, that can happen in any sort of performance-based thing. 
And so, you know, sure. it, it, uh, it could be that Ty Conti and him have gotten together. Again, none of our fucking business, right? If they want to go public with their relationship at some point, if they if it is true, that's up to them. Great, right? Um, and then your suspicions are confirmed, and that's literally all that's happened. Yeah. Or maybe maybe they're not. Here's the deal is unless they specifically say Yeah, you don't know shit until that yeah. happens. It it could be. It really could be that Sammy Guevara is trying to do the right thing and realizes that he has feelings towards someone else and he went to his fiance and said, Hey, I I'm realizing that I am having feelings towards someone else. Um maybe we should take a break. And so you know, we, we were on a break. You know, it could be that it could be that nothing is, has happened yet between them. The breakup is happening before anything happens, right? That one hundred percent could be the case that's happening here. In which case, Sammy is doing the right thing: break up with your person before you start dating another person, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but we're dragging the potential other person as if she did something wrong. When again. The only person who could have done something wrong in this is Sammy. And even if he did, it's none of our fucking business. So, um, but on that note, let's move to maybe a more directly wrestling related crime. Yes. Yes. Let's. I am incredibly let down this week. Bye. Winter is coming. You know, I kind of wondered if you were going to bring that up. I, I the problem is the hype that came along with it. The overhype of the year, winter is coming. Oh, something's you know, gonna happen. Winter is coming. Oh, it's a big deal. Oh. Well, I don't oh. necessarily disagree. I, I would say the overhype has come down to the fans. Because I don't to be perfectly honest, uh they haven't said there would be a surprise, but they didn't say there wouldn't. Well, yeah, but like, there's no surprise coming, if you say big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's a few things that I think might have happened. Number one, I think something might have happened that delayed their surprise, right? Because they had this contract or what? Well, maybe because they had the whole thing backstage with um, uh, uh, Adam Cole and the box saying, I've got a big present for you next week, and it could have been that their original plan was to have. Kyle O'Reilly show up and then for whatever reason he couldn't. Maybe it was just a travel related thing. He couldn't travel there in time or what? I don't know. And so they had to delay it. It could be something like that. We don't know, right? Um, In reality though, uh, you know, this is really more of a thing where uh, I think in our own heads we built it up more than we needed to. Um, Well, Winter's Coming became the promo for Sting, and that's part of what happened. There is that now. Now we have this program that we call Winter is Coming, and it really doesn't have a purpose like Fight for the Fallen does, or anything is mm-hmm. as a regular, um, not promotional item. You know, not pay per view. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I in know. the end, you know, like I say, is it we we have one winter has fallen until this week to look back on and try to compare. And yeah. as fans, as as 
the wrestling community, we nitpick and overanalyze everything. We decided you do. Sorry. We decided that oh, last week they or last year they had a big surprise that winter is coming. So they must do it again this year. And we built it up to ourselves. Now, again, it's it's relatively well documented now that TNT and TBS uh, by association don't like the idea of surprises, surprise debuts on their show because they want to be able to sell advertising, sell, sell the yes. time and get the ratings from it. And surprises don't get you the ratings on that show because no one knew they were happening, right? Yes. Um, which is why we get got teases like, uh, come to Chicago, I don't care who you are, I don't care if you're the best in the world. Because yeah. then it's not a surprise. It's don't make it such a surprise, yeah. Yeah. It's the same reason we got Adam Cole saying, next week I've got a surprise, and he's holding a box, and then Kyle O'Reilly immediately at following tweets out just the gif from uh, the movie Seven. What's in the box? Well, geez, I don't know, Kyle. Are you in the box? Is it your head in the box? Better not be your head in the box. That'd be. I mean, that'd be sad. We put Kyle's um, head in a box for you. It's called head in the box. It's Kyle's head in the box. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, I I didn't. I think the only big surprise is we had a, an hour long time limit draw. I will say, along with that, on winners coming in, you saw my my comment to the group um, in our group chat. Um, so this is a little—you're probably a little more prepared for this one. I am, but I do feel as though AEW is turning the time limit draw, and again, it's not as frequent as the DQ, but I, I do feel as though AEW is turning the time limit draw into the uh, disqualification finish. The other piece to that is AEW. It's okay to do a DQ. Yeah. No, I, I will agree with you on that. I I really think we've gone two years of AEW and they've done one DQ and it was in an Iron Man match. So it didn't really be a DQ at the end. And I really think I've said it before. We need to. However, I will uh, to counter your point here. Again, mention two years of AEW. Um, do you know how many uh, time limit draws they've had? Well, uh, I must say four. Four. Yeah. Four time limits. Three of which have been in the last six months, though. And that's um, important. Let me look up. I and thought it was only two. Brian Danielson months, but... has had two of them. Yeah, Brian Danielson has had two of them. But again, um, I think that's more about the character they're, they're uh, portraying for him rather than than necessarily a, a thing. But again, four, right? In the last two years. Four of them. Uh, and because of that, I would argue that that, by its very nature, says that it's not becoming their version of a smudge or a DQ. Uh, because it's been four in two years, right? In... In over a hundred weeks of shows, um, 
mo- uh, many of those two shows in the week. But we'll just say a hundred shows plus pay-per-views, more than a hundred. Um, each show having, let's say, six matches. Sure. Right? They've had four. Uh, and for that, I would would say that that is one hundred percent not becoming the the AEW's version of a schmoz. Um, No, sir, but I don't like it. I, I, I don't entirely blame you for blame anyone for not liking it. Time limit draws are they're 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 actually they're more um, in my opinion they're more tedious than than the DQ finish. At least the DQ finish can can your what a time limit draw does really really well we saw early, and that is boost the loser on the first one they did. Mm-hmm. Well, um, boost the underdog. Yes, there ain't no loser. Correct. Um, the the underdog. You are correct. But it's in the I don't know. In the end, like I said, is uh I just don't think four of them in two years can be now again. I've been on the record saying I think they need to do DQs, they need to do if only because. They need to make the threat of a DQ mean something. Correct. When the referee spends the entire match saying, don't do that or I'll DQ you, but no one ever fucking gets DQ'd. It's time for somebody to get DQ'd. Somebody needs to get DQ'd, right? Yes. So so I fully believe that. However, my biggest problem, my only kind of problem with this most recent time limit draw is that there was less of that buildup um, towards the end that made you think it might not be a time limit draw. That last five minutes of a time limit draw really should be almost nonstop pinfall attempts. Yes. Um, or big moves and then attempted a pinfall. You know what I mean? Um, and so, like, a really good time limit draw would have ended here with... Uh, Adam Page hitting the buckshot, pinning one, two, times up, right? Which is close to what they did, but not quite. You know what I mean? Uh, but it would have been preceded with Brian Danielson hit something. One, two, kick out. Hangman Page hit something. One, two, kick out. Brian Danielson hits. You know what I mean? Um, they also, and this is something I think they could do just in general to improve the uh draw pun intended of a time limit draw and that is have a 30 minute match that they heavily hype as a 30 minute match go to minute 29 and then end in a pinfall you know what i mean um or or end in a pinfall at minute you know, twenty nine fifty five. Well, yeah, that's what I said in that final minute. But my, my point is, it's still because right now, 
uh, for the most part, the fans have basically gotten to the point where they're like, okay, if uh, if they advertise it and talk about it, is it going to be a 60-minute match or a 30-minute match or whatever? And then it goes to within five minutes of that time limit. It's probably just going to be a draw, right? And you need to keep that suspense. The match could end at any time. And it needs to occasionally end at any time. But I just I I just have a hard time saying that at four times in two years, you know, six hundred matches, uh that that four of them and that's not even counting AW Dark, and that's not no, even I'm counting. Not, I'm not saying it's over the top. I'm just saying it's it's their go-to if they don't want to have a finish. Mm-hmm. Is what I, I guess I, I might be suggesting. I get it. But in the end, I I would rather a time limit draw most of the time than, than a smosh. Um, if only because a time limit draw most of the time elevates both wrestlers. Whereas a smosh often... Uh, pulls both wrestlers down. Sometimes can bring up the uh, the the what's the word I'm looking for? The heel because oh I I'm such a bad guy yada yada yada. But most of the time, I feel Schmaz endings just make you just in general go meh 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 meh. And that's that's kind of how I, I think I think the big reason that I got frustrated on this particular one is it's literally the same dude, couple matches apart, um, and and important matches only. I mean, like this is all he's doing on his important matches is is a, is a time limit draw, like. Which maybe means we're getting Brian Danielson, Kenny Omega, Hangman Page in July with. Um, mm-hmm. I I would bet I would bet that this for for Hangman Page is leading up to a match at maybe Night of Champions or whatever they're calling it, Battle of the Belts, I guess is what they're calling it. Um, uh, that will be like an Iron Man match or or someone has to win match. Okay. That's what I would bet. I'm not sure, but the Tony Khan. I mean, he has, do an Iron Man. It took him an hour, and they still didn't have a fall. So that's why it would be it would be an Iron Man. Someone, someone has to win. win. Yeah. No time limit, sort of a thing. One, or a cage match. Time limit is one draw. Mm-hmm. Or one fall. Yep. That's it. Yeah, a sudden just, death. You know. Just one fall. What do you mean one fall? I mean one freaking fall. Like, yeah. there must be a fall. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I would bet that they're, that they're building it up. Because, like, Tony Khan has on record since then said that there will be, that Brian Danielson is still the number one contender. There will be a match that will get a finish. Right? Um, yeah. But Brian Danielson was brought in to have the, the matches of his career which I think he's been having, and uh, to elevate the the n- new stars, which I also think he's been doing. 
right? Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I did you see what Meltzer gave that match? No, let me start. Five stars. Five stars. It was a great match. Don't I'm phenomenal. Not me dogging that match. It was, a, it was a phenomenal match, and even knowing it was going to be a time limit draw, it it was phenomenal every second of it. I think again that that the only thing, only change I would have made is that last five minutes should have been more hectic, more attempted pinfalls. Should have looked looked like it was important. Looked like it was important. Looked like it could end at many at any minute. Any minute could end. Um, and that's a fair statement, but and, and I, I didn't get that most of the time in that last five minutes. Um, but I don't know. I just. I want to feel like God. We thought it was so cool two years ago. So cool. Yeah, maybe that's Darby Allen that made that made us feel that way. Hmm. Maybe that's Cody that made us feel that way. Maybe Again, those two I, performers are not as good as Darby and Cody. Tough I, to say. I did not. Impossible. I did not feel that way about this at all. I still thought it was cool. So. I, there, there I, were I, things I would have changed about it, but I still overall thought it was cool. I'd have gotten a finish. And maybe that's, you know, but to me, if that's what made Winners Coming be important, is that there's a title match. You just ruined what made Winners Coming be important this time. Again, I, I don't feel that way myself. I, You're wrong. I, to, to me, I feel like this is setting up a bigger story, and and draws can always set up bigger stories. So, well, wait, draws dub, dude. I think he's passed. Draws, D R A W S. You dipshit. Oh. Fuck you, huh? Yeah, fuck you. Fuck hey, you. forget about it. So what was your other crime? Because I, I kind of did two there, but it was just it was the overhype of winners coming. It was the overhype of that match. So um, I don't know if you know who Hannibal is. He's an independent wrestler. He wrestles under a different name uh, sometimes. Um, he has a, a wrestling show um Um, on a wrestling like YouTube channel, Hannibal TV. Um, okay. He, uh, Devin Nicholson's his name. Uh, Blood in Hunter life. in real name, right? Blood Hunter is the name he wrestles under sometimes. Hannibal is the other wrestling name. And he's got Hannibal TV on YouTube. Don't go watch it. Um, don't. That bad, huh? Uh, well, it's hey, the wrestling's fine, but I'm saying don't go watch it because of this crime. Uh, Ooh. Hannibal was in a match uh, this week with uh, former WCW star Carlito. Carlito. 
Okay. Um, Spit in the face of people who don't want to. It was a uh, world-class pro wrestling match, WCPW. um, I can't remember exactly where it was at. Uh, But in the match, he's wrestling with Carlito. And it's important for us to note, the storyline part of this was planned. Uh, But this went off the rails. Right, so he's booked in this match, and as like, part of the storyline, like Jacob Fatu off the rails or what? <clears throat> um, we'll get to it. Uh, part of the storyline was he was going to, uh, at some point, uh, turn on the referee, and the referee was going to blade and bleed, uh, as part of the act. Okay. Hannibal showed up to the event, uh, very possibly drunk. Or maybe high. Um, he uh, then in this match uh, went off on the referee. Uh, repeatedly stabbed the referee in the head with a metal spike. And then choked him out unconscious. Legitimately. Say what? Repeatedly stabbed him in the head with a metal spike. Uh, and then choked him out legitimately. Um, Who? The referee had to go to the hospital. He had an artery in his head nicked. He had oh several hundreds of dollars worth of, of surgery and everything to keep him alive. And he was in the hospital for days. Um. And like literally, um, I'm looking at a picture here. Uh, somewhere around 10 to 12 staples in his head. Oh my gosh. Um, it was, it was nuts. <clears throat> and, uh, WCPW has announced that they're no longer going to work with him. Uh, but here's why it's important to mention this and important to talk about it. This is not the first time. That this oh, has happened man. with him. Um, he has done things before. Now, he has since released statements saying that the <laughs> referee was hired specifically because he was a bleeder. They paid him extra to bleed uh, for the match, yada, yada, yada. Um, these are all excuses and and uh, gaslighting. Uh, Boy, it, it, yeah, when, when he goes to the hospital, I mean, there's, there's spotters for that. Mm-hmm. Because Again, and it doesn't matter. It, you you show up and you sign up to bleed, right? That doesn't give you the permission to uh, literally stab the person in the head. To throw a guy off a scaffolding. Yeah, throw a guy off the scaffolding. It's now, Han- Hannibal also uh, very famously uh, had to stop wrestling for a while and sued King Kong Bundy because in a similar sort of thing, King Kong Bundy uh, forced him to blade or to bleed. And uh, King Kong Bundy uh, infected him with Hep C. Oh, so fun. he sued King Kong Bundy for a very similar thing. Um, and I that's part of why I said, but but like, um, I'm just gonna show you this is the referee after he's gotten out of the hospital. Uh, but you can see the stitches on it or the 
staples on his head when I get this up. My computer stops being stupid. Yeah, because I'm patiently waiting here. Yeah, okay. Da, da, da. Come on here, click share. Not slide. Screen. So this is uh, the photo oh from God. the referee's Twitter. Um, afterwards, and of course, you can see staples, staples, yeah, staples, 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 more staples back here. Um, it's just atrocious, atrocious. Poor, and I mean, I work. I would share the pictures of the actual event or things like that but um but it's pretty gruesome just in general and uh it's i mean it's like fan cam so it's not high quality but i mean the thing is he's been accused multiple times of sexual harassment several incidents of him legitimately injuring people uh there have been calls for him to stop getting bookings for years um, if this is the event that it takes to finally get people to stop booking Hannibal, um, it's still years too late. Yeah. Uh, the more I've learned about this now, I wasn't really familiar with him, so I'm not going to say that I've, I've been part of the people out crying against him. Really wasn't. I'd, I'd seen a few Hannibal TV YouTube videos before. Um. And usually just thought to myself, oh, this is, yeah. Um, but then finding out more about them, I'm glad I didn't watch more of them. Um, it's like the wrestling community has to, as a whole, condemn this sort of information. This sort of. Yeah, I mean, here's thing. the deal. Like, I, these things are talked about beforehand. And if it's going to get to the point where some guys can say, oh, no, we, we agreed to do this, record that shit. Protect yourselves, wrestlers. I hate saying that because they shouldn't have to. But... No, you, I think even more than that, it comes down to this. Um, we've got Nick Gage out there in, in the hardcore wrestling style. And as far as I've heard, I've never heard a single other wrestler say, Nick Gage legitimately tried to hurt me. Every no. other wrestler that's ever worked with Nick Gage that I've ever seen said, we tried to put on a great match and involve some of this. We, we did but, what we agreed to do. Uh -huh, did what we agreed to do. But even more than that, like Nick Gage, uh, he, uses, he uses a pizza cutter on a person's you know, brow face or whatever brow, and then drops the person down to the mat and goes and primps and preens around the rim because most of the time the wrestler themselves is doing the blade job. That right. pizza cutter is usually not the instrument that actually cuts open no, the wrestler. It just looks right? that way. And, and, it looks and like it, it. It gives the illustration of viciousness. Mm -hmm. that... Yes. Um, and because of that. The blade job is done safely um, in the fact that the wrestler is doing it to themselves in a place that they know based on their own experience with their own body 
will bleed but not be dangerous, right? Ric Flair knew exactly where he could nick his forehead to bleed like a stuck pig and then go backstage and slap a little tiny Band-Aid on it and be fine, you know? Correct. Um, and or that's a couple really, butterflies. Yeah, or butterflies, you know, whatever, right? But but in the end, it, it was literally most of the time with Ric Flair, the nick was that big, if, it, yeah. if even that, right? Uh, you saw that picture. Those cuts were inches long. Yeah. And multiples of them all around this head, head. And none of them were done by the referee, right? They were all done by None him. of that was bleeding. That was done by somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's why it, it makes me angry. These are the things it, in the wrestling ring... All of the people in the ring, doesn't matter whether it's a one-on-one match or, or a three-on-three or, or a battle royal or whatever, all of the people involved, including the referees, their primary job is to it's put on a show safely. Yep. yep. To put on this show safely. Protect each other as well as protecting yourself. And protect the business. Protect yeah, the business I mean, this by... Like, by... This is the sort of thing that could get WCPW banned from New York State. You know, New York could say, nope, you can't come in because we've seen some of the stuff that happens in your shows. Right. Um, And it's just it's just infuriating that it ever happens at all. Like if we'd gone to that Zello Pro show and Zello Pro is not known for blading and being hardcore, but neither really was WCPW up until this. Right. Uh, but if we'd have gone to this and in the main event, um, fucking uh, GPA came out and uh, legitimately beat Jonathan Gresham to the ground, I, I suspend some disbelief here because Jonathan Gresham is just fucking fireplug. Um, but anyways, <laughs> but came out legitimately beat him to the ground and legitimately cut his head open. Whatever, I wouldn't be singing the praises of Zello Pro. No. I wouldn't be bragging about the T-shirt I have behind me with all the the signatures on it. signatures of Zello Pro, because I'd be like, man, that that was an unprofessional match. It was an unprofessional right. show. Right. Um, and so I'm I'm joining the chorus of people, and I wish I can say could say I was on this course beforehand, but I really didn't know enough about it beforehand. But I'm joining it now to say, I don't want any promotion booking Hannibal from now on. I want this guy's YouTube channel to go down in flames of irrelevancy. Like, no one cares anymore. And and I want him to have to go get a job at a Taco Bell. I don't really want to make him eat taco meat. Well, he lives in Canada, so We'd never have to. Yeah, he, he can make JLB talk to me. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, maybe to keep JLB up long enough that he could actually join us for one of these again. <laughs> I, that's, that's insane. It's insane. I'll send you the video. I don't, I don't want to play it on here for a couple reasons. A, copyright reasons. We don't own the rights to the video, although it is just fan cam 
we probably would be safe with it. But B, it really is kind of gruesome to watch once you know that this referee is legitimately trying to protect himself at this point. Right? Um, Yes. Yes, it was a planned spot for him to get cut. Not saying he wasn't. But um planned spot for him to blade himself, though. Yeah, or even if it was planned, even if he agreed to, to hey, you can cut me once, you know, he didn't agree to getting 12 stitches in his head and nicking an artery staples. and nearly bleeding to stay a staples, I should say, and nearly bleeding to death, right? He didn't agree to being legitimately choked out. Yeah. Um Right. I mean, this is this is this is not quite mass transit level, but it's up there. Right. And I personally was one of those people who didn't like the fact that New Jack continued to wrestle after the mass transit. No. Um, right. As soon as New Jack knew that that guy didn't belong in the ring. That match shouldn't have been. been it shouldn't have been a notification that he can do whatever he wants to him. Yeah, that that match should have been done. New Jack should have said, "I'm not fit in this match because this guy's a fucking amateur." Right. Instead, yeah. New Jack responded with, "This guy's an amateur. I'm going to beat the fuck out of him and cut the shit out of his head." So he fucking goes to the hospital. So he knows better than to come here and do this shit again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Teach him. So I, I guess I do have one question, I guess, regarding regarding this match. Okay. Um, and that is, I'm gonna ask, what did he use to stab the guy? They keep calling it a metal spike. It's hard to tell on the video what it was. Okay. Um, it it could have been like a long nail, you know, something like that, um, or it just could have been. Um, a... yeah, to me, that that shit sounds very very deliberate. Mm-hmm. And again, and that means you came to the ring with something to do this too. And and again, I will say, um, the fact that multiple wrestlers have come forward and and stated that backstage he did not appear to be in his right mind. Uh, This goes straight to a crime you had on a previous show not too long ago about wrestlers being allowed to wrestle not in their right state. Yeah. That I don't care. diagnostic. We don't have to do the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But But a reasonable diagnostic of their... There has to be someone backstage. psychological state. Of their... their, Physiological state, state, whatever. There has to be someone backstage vetting each wrestler before they go out. And I don't care if it's Jeff Hardy vetting if he's drunk or high. Um, that has happened multiple times with Jeff Hardy, and may or may not have been the case with this most recent one. No, actually, it sounds like it, it wasn't the case with this most recent. One. He he claims he wasn't. WWE is still kind of standing by the 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 unofficial story that they because they offered i mean it is 100 out there they told him uh we'd like you to go to rehab he refused right he's claiming he refused because he didn't need to go to rehab 
Um, or in Matt Hardy's words, uh, he's in a good place and rehab doesn't work for everyone. So, um, so but he's not regardless, heavily intoxicated, regardless, yeah, regardless, someone needs to. I, I don't care if we're talking Jay Uso or is it Jimmy? I mean, whichever one, it could be, it could be a breakup that mm-hmm. causes them to be in a state that isn't good, but there has to be someone backstage who's basically looking at each wrestler before they go out and, and making a judgment call. This person is fit to wrestle. This person is not. Right? Correct. And it's actually, like, a person that, that would be their actual job. Mm-hmm. Um, and that person uh, almost specifically has to be uh, not tied to the profitability of the company, to use that, uh, that phrase, right? Um, yeah. like, like the NFL has, has, uh, doctors that are not on the payroll of the teams, Correct. um, that judge things like boxing has independent, independent, uh, trainers who check on, on people in the corner. Um, same with like UFC, you know, a- any of those, a- there has to be an independent person. Uh, someone who's making the decision, not thinking, well, if I pull this person from the show, uh, people are going to want refunds. Yeah, someone who's not getting involved in that mm-hmm. that aspect of uh, correct involvement. Who isn't worried about the money part? Correct. Golly, just bloodied the crap out of him. Yep. Hey, look, we got our uh, daily spam comment. Oh, did we? Yeah, it's not. I mean, oh, no, this is, yeah, this is the other one. Another one of those. It's not. It's same, not, same first name, if I remember right. Maybe. I don't know. Just don't go to any uh, weird commented YouTube or uh, websites. Links. Links. Yeah. Just don't. Especially, especially if they feel like they have to commented in a way that doesn't actually show up as a link. Correct. I'm going to make some letters capital and some letters lowercase, and then I'm going to put a space after the period so that it doesn't show up as a a link. That's usually a sign that you shouldn't go to that link. Typically. It doesn't have to be a sign. Yeah, usually. Usually it's a sign. But anyways... Moving on. Do you have any? We're moving on to commendations and misdemeanors, I guess. Um, you know, my my, I, I would like to have seen Gargano sooner. <laughs> um, I know it's only been a week, ten days now. Mm-hmm. Um, but ten days is ten days, and. I'm waiting to see Gargano. I'm waiting to see uh, lots of people. Mm-hmm. And so I'd kind of like to see him show up. It would be nice. And now, this coming week, AEW is supposed to be a special, another special show, their holiday bash or whatever they're calling it. Mm-hmm. So there could be a surprise there. I mean, Tony Khan basically said there will be surprises in the next few weeks. Um, one thing we do know. This, I guess, can be a commendation for them. We do know will not be a surprise in the next coming weeks. Uh, according to all reports, Kevin Owens will be staying with WWE. 
Yeah, I suppose um, that's a commendation for, for WWE, maybe? Commendation for Kevin Owens. Get that money, buddy. Uh, reports have it in the 2 to $3 million a year. Yeah. 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 You know, and here's the deal. AEW could probably afford to pay that if they wanted but they're probably not going to. Well, they have they have several guys that are that caliber on their roster now. Well, but a, even the people that caliber on their roster, they're not giving $2 million a year, right? Correct. You bring in Kevin Owens for $2 million a year, you suddenly have, you know, uh, Kenny Omega going, listen, I'm the fucking best in the world, and I'm not getting $2 million a year. You know, got CM Punk going. I claim to be the best in the world for years, and I'm not getting two million dollars a year. Uh, you got Brian Danielson, who might legitimately be currently the best wrestler in the world. Yeah, it's Kenny's laid up. Kenny's laid up. Um, they're saying I don't get two million dollars a year. So, in the end, that's something that AEW has to weigh with every potential free agent signing. How much money can we give this person? Uh, and are they worth it in compared to the other people, you know? Or yeah. could we take that $2 million a year and sign three or four half a million dollar a year plus people? Guys. That would, yeah, that would make, make our show better in the long run, right? Like Kyle O'Reilly's not getting $2 million a year if he comes to AEW. I think, no. yeah. No, um, and, 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 for and he, Kevin and, Owens, I mean, he he's he expressed creative control is not an important thing to it. No, and I mean, he said this is know, about my family. It's about his family, and in the end, again, I've said it before. I, I I the list of things I would do for a million dollars or two million dollars a year is very very long. Um, including would, throwing yourself off the top turnbuckles. Um, yeah. jumping off of cages. Uh, yep, yep, sure would do it. These are these are actually in that category. They are one hundred percent. The the in fact the list of things I would not do for two million dollars um, is a lot shorter. Um, a whole lot shorter. significantly shorter. Um, and yeah. so so you know if you're if you're trying to take care of your family and you've got a company that you're already with. And you may have some issues here and there with the way they've handled you or whatever, uh, but they come and offer you $2 million. Yeah, you probably take it. You're probably going to stay. Yeah. I don't blame Realistically, them. I mean, don't blame them at all. $2 million is $2 million, bud. $2 million is uh, $1.94 million. Dollars more than my family brings home in a year. So, um, it's it's also um, just happens to be a hundred thousand times of saying twenty bucks is twenty bucks. So twenty bucks is twenty bucks. If you've ever said twenty bucks is twenty bucks, two million bucks is two million bucks for yep. lots of things, mm-hmm. and that's per year, and it's a multi-year contract i think three years is what they're expecting it to be so that's six million dollars there now yes it's not guaranteed and wwe could for all we know cut them halfway through next year as a, as a cost-cutting measure uh they've done it before um 
But for now, recently, yeah, recently. <laughs> but for now, if if that's what he thinks is the best thing to take care of his family, more power to him, right? Congratulations, buddy. Look forward to seeing you sometimes on Raw. Um, yeah, can't can't fault him for it. Yeah, but can won't. Maybe that's a better terminology. Yeah. Maybe won't. Yeah, but in the end, you know, happy for him. I would like to see some more surprises in the next couple of weeks, um, and with hopefully AEWs. we will with AEW. Um, I suspect. Frankly, I kind of suspect that they're saving some of the surprises for uh, their uh, January fifth episode of Dynamite on TBS um, to kind of kick off the TBS shows with a bang. So um, that could be. But you know, again, they've they've got the Battle of the Belts coming up in January. They've got their uh, holiday bash last episode of dynamite on tnt coming up next week two weeks two weeks um anyway so they have reasons to be excited mm-hmm. they sure that's, do that's what we've got right now but um i was trying to think uh i i have a slight misdemeanor um but it's really smite slight um, it's, 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 re- yeah, it's, it's really smitey. Um, it's, uh, NXT this week was really just a long episode of who the fuck is this? Oh, I would agree with that. Um, there was some Braun Breaker on there. You had some Braun Breaker. You had Cameron Grimes. Who still, again. I mean, as much as we enjoy Braun Breaker, as much as he's the right guy, he really is the example of why you get excited for Vince's styling here. Um, he's still a who the fuck is this? Yeah, uh, Grayson Waller coming out to talk about why he attacked Johnny Gargano. Who the fuck is this? Uh, Johnny Gargano's gone. Yeah, we'll talk about him no more. Yeah, that keep my, that get my name off your lips. That really would have uh made me laugh if the night after Grayson Waller talked about Johnny Gargano on. Uh, NXT Johnny Gargano walked out on, on TNT, but you know that didn't happen. Oh, uh, oh, we got another one. Oh, yeah, same website. Don't go yep. It, oh, hey, yeah. Well, guess what? A different first name, but um, uh, to our listeners, if you see that comment, don't go there. Just saying yeah. it. Yeah, don't. Uh, lashing out with who the fuck is this? Don't care. Um. Uh, Ivy Nile, who the fuck is that? Versus Amari Miller, who the fuck is this? this? Uh, Harland defeating who the fuck is it's either of these guys. Oh, Cora Jade versus Dakota Kai. We knew both of those people. Yep, yep. Uh, nope, and and then uh, who the fuck is I thought MSK was on this week. Um, uh, if they were, I... Uh, yeah, haven't gotten to it. Yeah. Uh, Tony D'Angelo versus Andre. Who the fuck is this? Uh, <laughs> Boa versus Edris. Who the fuck is that? Uh, but Boa the, is not. Boa is not because he was around enough before. Yeah, you know. Uh, who the fuck is this versus Grizzled Young Veterans? And then Braun Breaker versus Roderick Strong. So, 
with a oh. But in reality, that guy's going to be gone soon. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but in reality, Braun Breaker is still basically a who the fuck is this? Yes. Um, he's just one that's actually, oh my God, you're you're good at this. And this is well, he's he's what Vince is using for the justification for the entire change. Yeah, here's the he's still a who the fuck is this. Uh he's just barely not because oh, they introduced him a few weeks before. Who the fuck is this? That's all really and 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 is a good performer. Well, yeah, really good performer. So, but um, trying to think if I have anything else I want to bring up. It makes it hard to want to watch NXT. It really does. Like I was, as as those who've listened to us for a while, we used to do review shows. We stopped because it gets very tedious. But um, the uh, I I I took the. I took the love of being able to watch NXT, knowing I was going to miss AEW live. Um, Smarks was really excited about AEW's introduction when we did that, and took AEW, and was a little upset that he had he, he was probably going to hear the results of NXT before he watched NXT. Um, it was the best night of wrestling back when those were both on Wednesdays, um, and now NXT is. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but I am wholehearted commendation. I am wholeheartedly invested in new Brock Lesnar. I don't really know what's going on here. Hey, buddy. But I hey, like buddy. it. <laughs> hey, buddy. I don't know why, and I know it's two weeks in a row we've talked about it. Um, I enjoyed the. I enjoyed the. Paul, you're fired. Um. Yeah, the Superman punch. Yep. I, the I, The real question is going to come: Which way are they t- doing this swerve? Are they doing the uh, go tell me what Brock's doing and yeah. come back and report to yeah. me? Are we are are they doing the? Uh, he's still on Brock's side. This is all a setup to make. Or uh, he's still on Roman's side. This is all a setup to make Brock take him back. Or are we doing this? He goes back to Brock. And becomes the advocate again for Brock. That's the story, you know, the question. They're, or or are they going to tell the swerve where Brock doesn't want him back? Yeah. Where now he's gone and, oh, I, mm-hmm. you don't have any use to me now that you're not with him. Yeah. So, yeah, who care? Get out my sight. But. That I'm actually, I, I didn't think I'd get invested in a Brock versus, in fact, you can probably go back and listen to a show. Oh, yeah, they're bringing Brock back earlier. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. This is the best Brock I've ever seen. Well, well not I best mean, Brock I've ever seen. In fairness, best storytelling Brock I've ever seen. I've always said Brock is best used when he's throwing little guys around. And Sammy, all right, Sammy, go. Sammy Zayn definitely counts as a little guy in this case. Uh, <laughs> as do the Usos. Yeah. So. As does a sofa. Yeah. Chairs. Whatever. <laughs> Chairs. Yeah. I love that he the they they released a best of WWE this week released a best of Brock throwing stuff. <laughs> and there was the one where he had um, Miz in the ring and he throw he's getting ready to throw a chair and he's like, that'll hit the audience. I'm gonna slam it down to the floor. <laughs> and you can physically see it, and you're like, 
good for you, Brock. Like, we all thought he was crazy when he threw the door. It was like, that's going to hit the audience. Yeah. Um, And then one other sort of commendation, I guess. Um, it's not directly uh, related to uh, professional wrestling yet, but it should be eventually. Uh, JLB shared a video, and I'm trying to figure out, maybe it was on the wrestling talk, of a uh, amateur fighter. Um, trying to find her name because I'm totally blanking on her name. Um, and uh, she's like the ch champion in her. It's not UFC. Uh, da, da, da. God, I can't find her name and I'm not finding the post. Um, but she's an amateur fighter, um, but she uh, primarily uh, does uh, uh, like submission fights. And she's in like the 125 weight class. Uh, God, what was her name? I'm totally unprepared because this just kind of came to me and I was like, oh. I should really talk about her uh, because if you find the video that he posted, um, she is scary good. Like throwing people over and making them submit with toe holds and shit. Oh, God, I can't find the video. Cool. Well, so I talked all this, and I can't find her video, so I don't know who her, what her name is. I'll try to try to look it up and and have it on on the fantasy booking in a couple days. But um, unless you've got anything more, I think we'll bring this to a close. I a do have, tonight. I have okay. one more. One more. One more commendation, and this is Matt Cardona on being Matt Cardona. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Did you see where he uh, he and Chelsea Green are no longer with? Um, yep. Quick GCW. GCW. Yep, yep. I um, we, we, we have negotiated. We have negotiated the release of GCW. Mm -hmm. We wish them the best. We wish them the best in their future endeavors. Yes. I was like, God dang, you are good at this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but if you don't yeah. follow Matt Cardona on Twitter, go follow Matt Cardona on Twitter. <laughs> I agree. He's he's really good at Twitter. Oh my gosh! Um, I uh, well, when when we met Chelsea Green at uh, the Zella Pro Show, and and I said, you know, I I just I just had to meet you because, you know, your boyfriend called me called me fat for, because my finger was flipping him off. She was, oh my god, was that you? I was like, oh my god, you guys really don't know who the dude was that did that flip off. <laughs> It's like that's great. That's fantastic. No, it wasn't me, but that's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that's you know, uh, he's he's really good at Twitter. Both him and Chelsea Green are, are good. Um they're doing a storyline in uh 
impact that could be interesting where yeah. Matt accidentally took her out with a chair shot to the head. So she but. had some pretty legit blood. Yeah. That was uh but but anyways, well on that note, I think we're gonna wrap things up for this. Yeah. Um, if you uh, joined us for the live stream, thank you. If you're listening to us uh, later in either podcast or replay, again, thank you. Make sure to click that like, share, and subscribe button. Click the notification button so you get notified when we go live. We go live twice a week again, every Sunday night and Tuesday night. Um, you can make sure to follow us on the social medias. You follow me at Raw and Order WBU, just like you see at the bottom of the screen on pretty much any of the sites except for uh, on Facebook where it's at Pissant Podcast, just like on the hat, for reasons, right? Um, you yeah. can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K. Ooh, let me bring it back up. DA Vincent K. Fabe. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Give us five stars on whatever listening platform you listen to us on. Uh, you can find links to our merch store where you can get the Pissant Podcast hat or shirts and all of the other stuff in the Doobly Dudes, as well as our Patreon there. But on that note, uh, we're going to go ahead and close the book on the wrestling booking unit. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon.